Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another lesson from the new school of success. And here's just a quick little extra tidbit. Don't ever take yourself too seriously. Me and Nick were just recording an episode and realized that we weren't even recording. He forgot to press the red button. What a doof. Thanks. But we had a good laugh. We had a good laugh at ourselves and we're like, hey, we're human beings doing the best we can. So I am Julian Rosen and this is my co-host. I am uh, Nick Maytash, and yes, I, I will admit I forgot to press record. Luckily, we did not get too far down the line before Julian. Just 90 minutes. Just Love a 90-minute episode. It was fine. It was fine. Nobody needs those 90 minutes anyway. Yeah, anyway, just kidding. Julian, what are we chatting about today now that we've got this recording session actually started? Okay, so today we're talking about walking the fine line between mindsets and taking action, between the internal world, your personal growth, your personal development, and really the work you do on the outside, the work you do as a human being interacting with the world. Because what Nick and I have found is that just like with most things, when you inhabit the extremes of the spectrum, you lose balance. It's a lot less fun. And you really relinquish a little bit of your personal power, your ability to bring things to life. And what we mean by that is, so Nick, what would an example be of someone inhibiting the, they're, they're swinging way too far to the side of action. They're all about action and tactics and the grind. What's, 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 what's life like for that person? Oh, the grind. Well, I think this whole idea of that end of the spectrum, the hustle, the grind, the put in the work mantras of entrepreneurship, especially, one of the big reasons that we're like, dude, we got to make a podcast. And the reason that yeah. we call it the new school of success is because the old rules, the old school of success was very much so on that end of the spectrum where you have to put in more work than the, ne than the next guy. You have to continue to work hard. You have to continue to hustle. That was the rule of the game. If you weren't paying, you weren't doing it right. Correct. That was the, you know, it was kind of that badge of honor where it's like, hey, if you haven't run yourself into the ground today, you didn't earn your stripes. You're a loser. Yeah, right. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of like earning your keep on that side of yeah. the spectrum. And to kind of describe what that person might look like, it's just someone that continues to work, continues to put work in as they were told to, as they were conditioned to, and doesn't really have a, a set purpose or a set direction as to where that work is going. They are literally a hamster on a wheel, just running and running and running because they were told to put energy into whatever they, they wanted to create. And it's long-term is, is an unfortunate formula because what it does is it keeps you in a high stress state. It keeps that cortisol just kind of running through your body because you're continuing to, to push the edges of what you're capable of. And yes, there's a, a point to be said about pushing the, the edges of your comfort zone and so on to move past your, your original capacity. But if all you're doing is working for the sake of working because someone told you that you should, 
without mm-hmm. any kind of emotional attachment to it or any kind of uh, thought as to why you continue to do the things that you're doing and if they're actually leading towards what you would deem to be success. It's just a very quick way to experience burnout and just kind of fall off in terms of yeah. what you're trying to create, whether that be a business or your health and fitness or you know trying to, to create something else in the world. If all you're doing is work for the sake of work, you often don't end up where you want to go. Yeah. And, and before we unpack the, the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot. This, this type of grind to earn your stripes, suffer to earn your keep, it's really ingrained into, you know, I'm from Ohio. It's like a very like Midwestern like yeah. thing where it's like it's a badge of honor to be grinding. And then you get that mixed with uh, guys that you know, these, these influential figures in entrepreneurship and self mastery that are, that are very, again, like preaching, if you're not sacrificing, if you're not hurting, if you're not working your face off, you're, you're somehow weak or holding back or don't want it enough. And so for me, when I was new into the business ownership game and new into the entrepreneurial game, um, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. So I was looking to these guys as, oh, like these guys are the truth. They're successful. I want to be successful. I have to do what they do. And it's funny. There was a time when I remember watching someone's video and they said, if you don't work on Saturdays, it was actually someone we both know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And they said, if you don't work on Saturdays, you don't want it. And I was like, well, I want it, whatever it is. So I'm going to work on Saturdays. And I wouldn't even have things to do. But I would, to my beautiful fiance, I'd say, hey, got to go to the workspace She's like, but it's Saturday. What are you doing? I was like, I just got to go because I, 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 I don't want people to not think I don't want it. And like, I would literally just sit there and check it. Like, it, it was so stupid. But I had this unquestioned, um, this unquestioned conditioning, right? And anytime we let something just kind of run our decision making and really don't question it, it, it usually doesn't end up, it usually ends up steering us in a, in a weird in a weird direction. And the last thing I'll say about it is sometimes this, this noble act, like work is noble. Creating is noble. Um, getting intense and sacrificing for something you truly want to create and see thrive. Like that is noble. I'm not saying don't do that, but make sure it's not coming from this unquestioned place of scarcity where this, where, where more is always better. Because if more is always better, then it doesn't matter if you're working 12 hours. More is better. So why didn't you do 13? 13 would be better. Okay, well, you work 13 hours. Well, if more is better, it's cool that you did 13, but 14 would be better, right? Like if, if, if more is just always better and you have this unquestioned scarcity that there's not enough to go around, so you have to claw for what's yours, um, it's, it's just not fun. Like I've been there and like it's not fun, especially when you don't have to do it. Like if that was the only way to do it, I'd say, hey, tough beans, you got to do it. But like... It's actually the wrong way to do it. That's the outdated school of success. That was Windows 96 success. That's your granddaddy's success. That's lame. This is new. This is awesome. So really the solution here is incorporating the other side of the spectrum, right? The other side of the spectrum, which is, like we said, mindset, this internal work. But just like what we talked about with this one, we don't want to swing too far to that side. So let's give the listenership a little insight into, okay, well, what's the mindset work? What's the internal work, Nick? And, and why is it important? Why is it, why is it crucial, fundamental? Sure. And uh, to our, our listenership of Julie and Max and, and Lisa, I know you're listening, Lisa. It's Lisa again, Lisa. Thank you for coming back. Mm. 
But the other side of the spectrum here, like you said, is mindset and that's that emotional work. It's the uh, inner game, if you will. And what that would look like is spending a lot of time figuring out, you know, why you're doing it, what your purpose is, spending a lot of thoughtful or intentional thought on, you know, where you want to head and how you want to feel and all of these things, meditating on, on what your, your future is going to look like, envisioning that, making vision boards, all of these very, um, it, it often doesn't feel very tangible because it's a lot of just sitting with yourself and your thoughts and thinking about where does this go? Where, where am I trying to end up? Um, and if you can really maneuver around all, you know, all your beliefs and, and what your thoughts are saying to you and all of those things, it can empower the action side of the spectrum and should empower the action mm-hmm. side of the spectrum. But if all you do is sit and be with your thoughts and think about who you want to become and really spend time with your why, all of these things are quality. They're great. But if that's all you do without putting any intentional action out into the world, you're really just sitting on the couch and thinking about stuff because there is going to be a requirement of you where you actually go out and do some of the things and create some of the things that you're envisioning and that you're thinking about and believing in. So you don't want to get caught on that end of the spectrum exclusively either, because just like on the other side, which is the, the very heavy action hustle grind mindset, when you swing too far in that direction towards the hustle, you're going to burn out. When you swing too far towards the mindset and the emotions and all of this stuff, there's no movement. It's just all cooking between your ears. And that would be very powerful if you were to give it some momentum physically and actually push some of that into the world via some action. So, I mean, that end of the spectrum is very, very useful. Action is very useful, but it's not until you marry the two and let them blend together that you really maximize um, the world that you want to create. So what, what other things about that side of the spectrum have you seen either in yourself or in your clients, Julie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been guilty of it too, where in, in what uh, Thomas Troward, um, what's our other guy that we love? I'm sorry. Neville. 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 Neville Goddard, like I, 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 I love these spiritual texts and I love the law of attraction and I love quantum physics and I truly, truly do believe that what we think about, the, the visions and the images we entertain, um, our emotional states, they do impact our reality and they help um, orchestrate our life. They truly do. Mm-hmm. But again, we are human beings, right? Like we just said before the episode, like we have thumbs for crying out loud. Like we are literally built to fully engage with our environment. We are built to do and be and create. We are built to challenge limits. We are, we're created to do that. And I've been guilty of it where I'm like, hey, I have my vision board and I, and I visualize three times a day, like where are all my clients? Why is, why is my business growing? And because I wasn't doing my part. Uh, there's an uh, amazing quote. It's a Thomas Troward quote. Uh, it was, it's basically along the lines of, God will provide the ingredients, but you gotta cook it, right? Like. So when you can combine this world where knowing that what you build on the inside, right? The visions that you construct, the goals that you can envision yourselves having, right? Your state of being, when you can own that and understand that what you're building internally is on its way to you externally, now the actions are a little more fun. There's not as much pressure on them, right? Like it's almost, it's like this way. When, if you do the internal work and you really start to get clear on your why, and you start to get clear on who you are and what you want, and you start to embrace the fact that, yes, visualization, your internal world creates the potential, 
It's kind of like ordering something on Amazon, right? Like, boom, the order has been placed. It's on its way to you. Great. But if you lock yourself in your basement and you refuse to get off the couch when the doorbell rings and you don't open the window, you don't open the door to receive your good, mm -hmm. dude's going to be like, oh, you weren't home and he's going to take the package away. And so if you can think of action is, is action with intention, action that is aligned with who you're becoming, it's simply like opening your windows and opening your doors. It's, it's opening up avenues for your good to come find you. And so when you can take this approach, like, I did the internal work. I know my greatest good. I know my goal is on the way. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to, with a, with a sense of cheerful expectancy, like this shit is going to happen, right? Like if I could start to take action that way and just know that the more actions I take, the more doors I open for my good to come into my world, you get the best of both worlds. You get the peace that comes from having domain over your inner world and your mindset, but you get the satisfaction of taking goal aligned action because yeah, unquestioned grinding and hustle just for the sake of checking a box to feel worthy. That's not good, but we can both admit that there's a, it, it feels amazing when you complete something goal aligned. Like when you finished your book, that felt pretty damn great, right? Because you were taking actions that allowed your greatest good because you want more impact. You want to grow your, your message and your culture and your way of life. You want more people to see that and experience that. So that was a lot of goal aligned action to bring your vision to life. Now you built that book in your head. It already existed, yeah. but the work you did, the fingers on the keys, that's what opened the door so that the book could come from your brain and whoop, penetrate into our world so that people can actually experience it and see it and engage with it. Right. You yeah. use those beautiful thumbs, beep, 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 thumbs yeah. right? Yes. Uh, all the fi fixtures. So, fixtures. so, so, so yeah, it's, 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 it's the, it's the best of both worlds. It's living on this spectrum of internal work, external work, seeing it and feeling it internally and knowing why you're worthy of it. And then on the outside acting as if it's coming to life and doing it and being worthy of it. And when you can do both, beautiful things happen. Like Nick Maytash's book, Moving Past Mediocre, that I highly recommend. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. But speaking to the book, not in a way that I'm, I'm trying to make a plug for it, although go on Amazon and order one. It's great. Um, and true to any other like major thing I've created in my life, there was a lot of, in terms of like what side of the spectrum I prioritized or did first, it was usually and almost always the mindset and the consideration of my why and my thoughts and my beliefs around why I wanted to create something like this book, you know, and I actually have hung over here on my office wall and obviously nobody can see this, so I'm not going to bring it on camera, <laughs> but I have on, on this wallet, I was in a coaching program. I was in a group coaching program and we did this visualization. And by the end of it, it asked, it asked us, who will you be? And at the time I had not had written a book. I wrote often on Facebook and I had a blog and stuff, but at the bottom of the sheet, I wrote, I am an author. And I aligned myself with this identity that I was an author. And I really dug into what that meant for me. It meant that I could communicate these ideas that, yeah, we're pretty much talking about here on this podcast, but you know, in written form because I enjoy writing. And from that place of deciding why and deciding who I was and deciding why it was important for myself, but for the world at large, I showed up and I did some aligned action. I did take the other side of the spectrum here. I, I went in and typed on the keyboard, you know, 40 something thousand words that wasn't just you know, me sitting and meditating and all of a sudden I opened up my computer and I had an entire book written. There is action that's involved, but you know, so much of, of what we see in the success space, the personal development space, 
is so much, it's weighted on the action side. And there's, there's value in action. There's value in going out and doing things because yeah, we are this human that, you know, we have this consciousness inside of us and that's the inner game and we have the thumbs and all that fun stuff. But we have this physical body that's meant to do something. We're not supposed to just sit on the couch and meditate and think about our beliefs. We need to take that and use it as kind of our gas that fills up our tank and then go and do. It's just that so many yeah. don't do the part that fills up their tank. They just go and do. And that's what leads to burnout is because you forget yeah. why the hell you're doing it in the first place. Um, yeah. So that's all I had to say about the book. Anything else that comes to mind in terms of the spectrum, sir? Yeah. 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 So the more that I dive deep into personal transformation and I've, coached over a hundred people at this point and the success rate has been incredible. Not be I'm, a, I'm a hell of a coach, but be like the things that we utilize, they're universal. They're repeatable. They're real, right? Like two plus two equals four. Like if planting an acorn is only going to make an oak tree, like it's an apple tree is not going to shoot out of there, right? Like making certain changes in your way of being always, always, always produces changes with the circumstances you start to find yourselves in right? And our life is our circumstance. And so if we want to improve our circumstances, we want to improve our life, we want to improve the body we see in the mirror or the number we see in the bank account or the love we see in our relationship. If we want to improve those, if that's the finished product, if we want that to improve, we have to improve the ingredients that go into that, right? Like if, if you use shitty pizza ingredients, and you keep cooking it the same way. We've used this example before, right? Like if you can, if you combine the same shitty today, you combine <laughs> this horrible ingredients and cook them at 355 for 20 minutes, like nothing's going to change. I guarantee you. And, 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 and if you can think about the ingredients of your life, it truly, truly is. Again, it's who you're being internally, right? What is the dialogue? What are the thoughts? What are the beliefs? What are the images? What are the expectations? But your, your state of being, there's also your physical self, which is what you're doing. And so if you truly want to improve your circumstances, you want to improve your behaviors, you want to improve the actions and the choices that lead to the circumstances that you see when you open your eyes, boom, you got to improve the ingredients. And so your way of being, it's how you think and believe, but it's also how you then act. Because acting, just like words are the expression of thoughts, actions are the expression of beliefs. And so when you can enhance what's going on internally and allow that to overflow externally into your actions, you have leveled up drastically, exponentially the ingredients you're putting into your life pizza, right? Mm -hmm. And so when the ingredients improve, bang, what you get, pizza. you get a good pizza, right? Improve the cause, improve the effect. These are universal principles. And so for you, listener, if you're like, yeah, but it won't work because it's me and I have struggled with this in the past or I've always been like this in the past or, you know, I, I did try the thing where you try to work really hard and I did grind and I did burn myself out. Um, like if you've been on this journey of development, but you haven't seen the home run you've wanted to see just slowly and steadily elevate what's going on internally and then elevate some of the things you're doing on a daily and weekly basis, right? Like, and I promise you just like two and two equals four, when you can elevate the input, you're going to start to like what you see as that output, as that effect, as the circumstance. So jam out on both. 
jam out on both. Do the internal work, meditate, challenge limiting thoughts, challenge limiting beliefs, invest in a coach that can help you navigate masterfully this internal world and show you how to strategically translate it into the growth that you want to see externally. But let, let the internal work be powerful, but then also act fearlessly externally. And understand that by elevating your behaviors while simultaneously elevating your thoughts and beliefs, it is just a, it's like a superpower smoothie for your life that just, that just energizes everything good. So that's what I would say. Like you have both you're, you have an able body to go interact with your environment. You have domain, you can choose your thoughts, you can challenge your beliefs. There is a, there's like a recipe for leveling up your mindset. Nick and I have it. We're happy to share with you. <laughs> Do it. Elevate the internal state, elevate some of the qualities of your actions, and you will start to see some pretty massive changes happen pretty quickly. Yeah. That's what I say. I, I would have to agree with what you've said. And you said something within there that I think is important to note, which is the idea of cause and effect and which direction this spectrum should be worked down and worked through. <clears throat> because if we see the emotional state, the energetic state, the thoughts and beliefs as the cause and what they end up will, you know, as, a, as an effect will create in your reality, once you take some action towards that, that path, although maybe a little bit unsexy to those that love the hustle and grind, that is the path that is going to create the, these wonderful effects. But, but there's a lot of people that see the cause and effect relationship with these two ideas of action and belief or action and mindset as reversed. They see the action as something that gets to cause how someone feels or their emotional state or their enoughness. Like that is a, it's a dangerous way to see the game between these two. Yes, you want to marry the two, but if you had to choose one to go into first and kind of lean into a little bit more, you have to think of the internal state because that internal state will create and, and create that effect of your external reality. So many of us are looking for something that we can do on the outside, the action we can take on the outside that is going to create that level of enoughness, that feeling that we're moving in the right direction when the correct choice would be decide that first, do the internal work first and come back to you are enough, you are worthy, you are deserving of everything you desire and really dig into that, whether it be by yourself or even more powerfully with a coach like myself or Julian, and when you go and take the action that is going to be required, you can't just sit and meditate on this stuff and allow it to come to be. When you go and take the action from the place of having this powerful cause of knowing your whole inside, knowing your powerful inside, knowing your limitless inside, and then you go and do some stuff, man, the reality you get to create is really fun. It's really amazing to, to kind of see that work flow through you. But what happens is if you try to reverse the process, if you think the action is going to produce that more powerful why, that more powerful uh, feeling about yourself, it's going to be an empty journey because there's nothing that you can do outside. There's no amount of money you can make. There's no amount of hours you can work. There's no amount of clients you can have that is going to give you or, or create within you this feeling that you could have decided on and should have decided on beforehand. It just becomes this empty race of like, like you said before, Julian, more seems like it's the best thing. So if I hit a hundred thousand, well, well, that created a feeling of good. I'd like to feel a little bit more. Maybe I'll have to do 150,000. And then it's just this endless chase, endless loop of more money or more hours that we have to work. Friends, we only have 24 hours in a day. So if you're playing this game backwards, you're going to run out of resources on the end of action. So if you can then 
just say, all right, well, I'm running out of resources over here. I can't keep going back and trying to create more action to give me more well-being. Maybe I need to work on my well-being first. And that, from that place of empowering yourself emotionally, energetically, and through thought and belief, and then go do some stuff, man, when you go and do some stuff, whether it be mean write a book or create a course or you know, just decide to show up more powerfully at your job, more excellent and more amazing things can show up from that because you chose the right cause to the right effect. So if you're listening to me and you're like, all right, that's very confusing and I need you to simplify it. Put your mental state, your emotional state first and really give that the energy it needs, then go do some stuff. Don't think that the action that you're taking, the hustle that you've been prescribed, the grind that you think is the thing that's gonna bring you success, it's, it's not going to give you what is success, which is really just an emotional state of like, oh, I'm content, I've made it. You can decide to do that beforehand and then go do it with action and create more external reality that matches it. I think I've rambled enough. What do you got? Yeah, let's put that ramble to an end. No, no, there's, there's a lot of good nuggets in there. And, <laughs> and I think, the, I think the, the, the clarity that we're trying to instill in everybody listening is that when you embark on this journey to go get stuff or to go check a box in order to feel something inside, you're playing backwards. You can assume the feeling inside. You can assume that you're enough. And here's the thing. When you start to assume that and you start to think that and you start to really embrace that as a truth for you, the actions, the whole quality of the action changed. You're no longer dependent on a yes or a no. You're no longer dependent on how things shake out. It's just icing on top. If I think is that, is that what you were trying to get at is, is you're a little less attached to your circumstances, which yeah, I think you already, you already have it. You don't need yes. it from an external thing. You already have it. And that decision up front is powerful because when you operate with less need and less desperation and less like, I need to get this amount of wealth in order to feel okay with myself. When you have less of that attachment and desperation and neediness, it's beautiful because the action you take doesn't have that vibe of like, please validate me with, with the money that you can give me or the, the love that you can give me. Please. Like that is just going to re repel people and opportunities and everything of the like when you have that energy. So if you can clean that up on the front end and decide that it's yours, assume that it's yours, all of the fun stuff that you're trying to create in the first place will get easier to do so because you are not needing it and giving the vibe that that is what is required for you to feel okay. Mm. I get it. Own the internal state, own the internal state. And while you take the actions, be, I would say, fully aware of what's going on internally and know that it starts with you and you don't need to go out on this big journey um, to complete yourself, to prove to yourself how complete you are. You can, that, that journey starts inside and then the actions you take outside are just really the privilege of being. Yeah. It's just, yeah. uh, it gets to be the vehicle of your already awesomeness. There we go. Yeah, yes. That's how I feel about that. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. Get I feel it. like I was just coached. Do you think so? Do, do you think the listener gets it? Do you think Bob and Julie and Jan get it? Jan definitely does not get it. Jan needs some, 
I really hope there's not a G in this thing right now because we're not calling out any of our well, any of our amazing listeners. If there is, Jen, if you feel like you need to run it back, run it back. No judgment. Again, if it feels like you need this episode one more time to get a little bit more of that internal state in line, then do it mm-hmm. because that's going to be more worthy of your time than going and checking some box elsewhere, still feeling a little bit off. So figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Plus... We're going to recap for you. We are going to really run back because we've journeyed. We've journeyed through a lot of conditioned beliefs about hustle and grind and worthiness. And we've also dove into the importance of this internal work, but not relying solely on it to create all the results. And so I think, I think our listeners are like, yo, dude, what's the point, right? What, like, how do I, like, I'm about to get to my office. Like, I, what can I take with me today? And, and so I would say personally, that like all good things, right? We're talking about balance and awareness. We're talking about having an intention for the things you do, not letting things run unquestioned, not letting your, uh, not letting your quest for completeness, um, run in a negative way. And the best way to do that is to balance this 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 mindset work and this internal work where which is really just establishing domain over your internal world which is really just knowing who you are um owning the dialogue that goes on in your head and understanding that you're enough and everything that you are setting your mind to accomplishing is an expression of your enoughness not the thing that your enoughness is dependent upon now once you've established that internal state, yeah, have fun, take actions, get messy. You can't fail. You just get feedback. Things either go right or things don't go according to the script and you pivot. But because you have this internal knowing, it's a journey instead of the thing you need to feel complete. So it makes, the, yeah, it makes the journey more fun and cool and a vehicle for your awesomeness. So Nick, what do you think? What is the... What is the, the Cliff notes. The cliff notes version. So just going back to the spectrum, because I think it's important to give our listeners, the billions of them, trillions of them, the mental image here. Two trillion. Wow. We're we're really racking things up here. Um, You got the two spectrum, two ends of this spectrum of, of work and internal, external work and internal work. The hustle and grind on one end, the meditative thought, belief, um, identity piece on the other end. Either end of them, it's not that they're, they're bad or poisonous or anything like that, but if you just rely on one end and that's it, you probably won't find yourself going very far or at least to the place that you want to be. You have to marry the two. You do have to work. You have to put some action and you have to do some things in this world. So you can't ignore that side of the spectrum. And you do also need to figure out who you want to be and what you believe and what is your why behind all of the work that you will eventually have to do. You have to kind of marry the two concepts together. If you do one end of the spectrum exclusively, you're probably not going to get as far uh, as you want to. And I'm sure that as you listen to a, a podcast like the New School of Success, there are some very intentional things that you want to create in this world. And I promise you it does not happen if you only focus on hustle and grind or only focus on your thoughts, your beliefs, and and make your vision boards all day long. Make the vision boards, make the intentional thought, figure out your beliefs and all of that. And then also do some work, put some work in, write the book, start your own podcast, you know, start the coaching program, whatever it is that you feel you need to do, 
cool. Don't dismiss it, but don't think that that is the only thing that is required to create whatever your version of success is. Mm -hmm. And I would say the best part of all this, the, the gravy slathered on top of all the goodness is you can do all this. Like mm -hmm. nobody but you can go into your internal world and take ownership. Nobody but you can say, hey, tomorrow at two o'clock for 60 minutes, I am going to do this thing, right? Like right. that's yours. You have that flex, that muscle. Yeah. Flex both of those muscles. Flex that internal muscle, flex the external muscle and see that it's yours. You're not, you're not lacking. This is all you. So, you know, that, that's an important thing to remember is you get to do all this. You have the skill set to do all this. You have the potential to do all this. You have the internal power to do all of this. It's just a matter of exercising it. And when you can do that, beautiful things happen. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're an awesome person. And when awesome people are doing awesome things and flexing and expressing their awesomeness, everybody wins. Yes. So we can all get swole on success. Mm. I like that. I want, I want that on a t-shirt that, that and caffeinated and meditated. That These could be our t-shirt. New school of success branded t-shirts. Yeah. That are coming, coming around, you know, in a couple of weeks from when this airs. Sure. Of course. All right, Julian, as we wrap up this lovely, lovely episode about really the, the crux and the foundation, crux is a fun word, foundation of what we're about here at the new school of success. Where can these people go and find you so they can really soak in your world of, uh, of Julian Rosen? Yes, yes, yes. Come find me at Instagram, Julian underscore fearless life every single day on my story, on my wall, just new content, video, image. It's all good. It's all great. Um, and you know what? Just Instagram today. Just find me on Instagram. Let's, but also message me. I want to jam with you. I want to hear from you. Let me know what's up. Yeah. I mean, don't think that because we have a podcast uh, that you aren't allowed to message us because please, we, we love to, to chat about these important concepts that we're talking to you about through your headphones right now. And uh, mm -hmm. you can find me over on the Instagram as well. It's Nick underscore moving past mediocre. Um, yeah. Let's just leave it to Instagram today. Let's keep it simple. People find us over there. Screen, screenshot this episode tag us in your stories. We both love jamming on the stories, so we will definitely mm -hmm. shout you out. Um, and you know what? I'll do you one better here. <gasps> For this specific episode, this <gasps> amazing episode that I think we just put together here, if you screenshot this episode from your phone, your little iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this, you share this in your story and you tag Julian and myself, the first two people to do this. I will send you a free copy of my book. Mm, as, mm, I may do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I will not soak into the juices of moving past mediocre as well as the new school of success. Because if you're here, like we've said before, and we'll say again, we know you're an awesome human being and you want the best out of life. And we don't have it all figured out, but we've got some figured out. And we're glad to give this to you in, uh, in a free capacity. So speaking of free capacity, you share this, you put it in your story, in your stories, Tag both Julian and myself, and the first two people will get a free copy of my book. How about, how about that? Um, we love our listeners. We do. We really do. Speaking of said listeners, as we love you so much, please review our podcast. It is like the currency of the podcast world. We would love to keep uh, everybody in tune with what this podcast is giving out to the people. So if you can give a thoughtful review and let others know what you're getting from this, that would be fantastic. So, you know, review and subscribe and share stuff on social and just let the world know 
about the awesomeness, awesomeness that is continually happening in this container of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Takes like 30 seconds, but it seriously means a lot. It means a lot to Nicholas and I. Yes, we appreciate it greatly. So yeah. until the next time here on the New School of Success, go do some work, but also be thoughtful and intentional with that work and know who you are in the process. We'll talk to you mm. soon. Bye-bye.